from the protectors of the internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. It's the PKO Podcast. Welcome to the Protect Kids Online Podcast, sponsored by the Wisconsin Department of Justice Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. I'm Dana, and with me today is Matt again. Hey, Matt. Hey, Dana. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? I am well. And we're very excited today. We've got another guest on the line with us. Uh, Susan Kennedy is joining us from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. She's the program manager with their prevention division. Welcome, Susan. Hi, thank you so much. Thanks for inviting me on. Thanks for coming on. This is so exciting to talk about a lot of the resources and, and the prevention work that you guys are doing at NECMEC. Um, you've got such good stuff out there. So, yeah, thanks very much. Huh? Um, I think let's just dive into it and get started. You guys, um, by the time this releases, you guys will have quite recently have released your Into the Cloud Season 2, um, I guess I'll call it cartoon resources for younger children, right? Yeah, yeah, they are. They're animated videos really meant to engage kids directly in some of the internet safety messages, but we're also, of course, providing a lot of resources for adults to discuss the topics in the videos and, and you know find out what kids think about them and have those conversations. So the materials are meant to equip adults to talk to kids, but the videos really are meant to be engaging for kids so that they want to watch them and talk about what they what they learn or what they see. Yeah, and they absolutely, and they they are engaging. They're so cute. So if you have had the chance, or if you haven't had the chance, um, you should go out there and check it out because season one has is it six episodes? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Both seasons are going to have six episodes, and they're going to follow. They're what's called they're episodic in that each video follows the next and kind of tells a little bit more of the story. So both seasons work that way. Yeah, and it's it's just so cute. These characters um, they end up at uh, Badromeda, right, out in outer space, and they're dealing with some of the issues that our kids deal with online. So cyberbullying and some privacy issues and and just trying to kind of navigate this this world that they're not used to um, while taking into account all these safety things that they've learned before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And for anyone who's seen um, our, it's, the bigger program is called NetSmarts, which has actually been around since 2001. So it's one of the first internet safety programs. And we pulled some of the same, Betty and Webster, and then there's a yellow robot named Clicky, and those three have been in the series throughout, but we've kind of refreshed and reimagined them. As you said, they land, we call it in the cloud, kind of making a joke about you know cloud servers and, and being lost in the cloud. Um, so Nettie and Webster end up in the cloud, and like you said, trying to navigate um, you know, some of these challenges or, or difficult situations using what they've learned about internet safety. And yeah, Matt and I have been using NetSmarts for a long time. Um, Matt, do you have, you've got some memories of using Clicky and things like that in presentations, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, a lot of great content back in the day, looking forward to seeing the, the, um, the new programming. Um, and I know we'll let, we'll let folks know where they can find these resources, but Susan, before we do that, since I've got the floor here, quick question, uh, I'm, and I'm putting you on the spot. Um, so the cloud chaos, I call it cloud chaos app. It's the game. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you familiar with that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I've got a little guy loves the game. I love the game actually. Um, 
So as I'm thinking about this and I was talking to him about this, any thoughts on that, on the game? Are we going to see more, more of the gaming kinds of things? You know, we don't have plans to release a new game with um, Cloud Chaos yet um, with season two. We're really busy putting that out, but it is, you know, as you know, there are multiple levels. I've never yes. been past level one myself. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully your son is a little better at it, but I bet my son could beat me on it. Um, you know, but it is built, you know, so we have the ability to add some more levels in the future. Um, but I, I, we're not planning on releasing a new game yet with season two. No, and that's fine because we're <laughs> we're with you on that. Uh, certainly, I am. I've got some levels that need to get uh, cleaned up a little bit. So yeah. uh, you've got time. You've got time. Just just yeah. know that there are there are people that are interested in um, more content on the game as well. Great. And I don't know if you've noticed. I, again, I, I haven't been able to get very far in it. But one thing we built into Cloud Chaos is there are stages where you need information from watching the episodes. So that's kind of oh. a way that. The game is fun, and I know, you know, kids recognize we use some of the same graphics, so, like, bad stuff on the internet, and you kind of have a conversation about what, you know, what, what kind of bad stuff have you seen on the internet, and how can we clean it up, how can we stand up for each other, or make a kind choice online, you can have those conversations, but there's really, you try to go to another level, sometimes it'll ask you, like, what's the name of the scientist in the episode, and you have to have watched the episode, so it's a way to encourage kids to go back and watch the episodes again and like engage with those internet safety messages. That's so clever. <laughs> so yep, that's something yep. we, we definitely could consider. Um, and again, I just, we're so, you know, when you and I, are, when, when the three of us are talking, we're, we're right on top of launch coming out. Um, and so we've been busy with that. So we haven't talked yet, but it is possible that we could build in additional levels potentially. So it's good to know that you guys um, have used that game and like it. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Good. So let's talk about season two as that comes out, because that one is dealing a little more um, with specific topics, right? Kind of like inappropriate images and sharing and that kind of thing, correct? Yes, correct. So season one was really covering a lot of those topics, you know, privacy and cyberbullying that we've kind of always talked about. Um, The kids are also, you know, reporting to a police officer in season one about some people who approached them. And, and, and so we get into kind of that child safety content, but really it is um, a little bit more general than season two. So what we're trying to do with season two is really engage with kids on, you know, kind of more sensitive topics and, and also, like I said, equip adults to be able to talk about them. So what happens in season two is Zion, who's a character we meet in season one, who's my favorite. He's so cute. Um, you meet him at the museum with the little horns. Um, but what happens to Zion in season two is we find out that he is really into gaming and live streaming. And somebody dares him to like turn around and moon the camera. And he thinks that's very funny. Mm. But later on in the season, what happens is someone has screen grabbed that image and is now contacting him about it and threatening to show other people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of from a Nick Mix standpoint, and I know you guys, um, you know, Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force are very familiar with the crime of sextortion, where... There's some often it starts with some kind of explicit content like that created and in, in, could be in many different scenarios. But then someone is threatening, threatening something, wanting money or threatening to show the image around to get more content, to get something else to happen. And what we are seeing at the National Center is, unfortunately, our data shows that kids as young as eight have been victims of sextortion. Mm-hmm. Um, but more than that, we also know that we want 
just like we're talking with kids about their bodies and privacy and we want them to have a message that's okay to talk to adults about your body, even if you have concerns about the private parts of your body or you have concerns about what someone's asking you to do with your body or all like we really want kids to be comfortable, know they can come to a trusted adult. And what we saw at the center was that there isn't a lot of conversation with kids about how technology plays into that. So we do talk to our kids about not showing your private parts in public, for example, or no one should touch those parts of your body. And if they do, you should come tell me about it, right? Like we do talk to kids with those messages, but we don't say, what if we don't talk as frequently anyway to, to kids about what if someone sends you a picture of a private part? What if someone asks you for a picture of your private part? Mm -hmm. Those just aren't conversations we're having yet with our kids. Um, and so what we wanted to do with this is really kind of um, address that and give adults developmentally appropriate ways to talk with kids about kind of th those kinds of safety issues. And so we really built this whole season around um, that one scenario and kind of go with Zion and his journey of not wanting to tell his dad about it, afraid he's going to be in trouble, um, following the dad as he, you know, at first is kind of upset with him and then realizes, you know, hey, everybody makes mistakes. Let's see what we can do. Let's report this image. Let's, you know, and so Nettie and Webster and Zion kind of work together throughout the season to, you know, address what happened and, and, and report it and get some help and support Zion in what happened. That's so great. I, that's And this is such a, a great way to introduce this topic to young kids, because a lot of times when we're out doing internet safety presentations and, and talking with parents, we'll hear, like, I don't need to worry about that yet. I don't need to have this discussion with my kids yet. And this is something that that honestly we, it, we see as kind of a common reaction with kids that like if they get a camera, they might they might moon it, right? That's a very sure. common thing that we've seen. Um, and so what a great way to kind of introduce the idea of this. And he even, on the trailer, it's so cute. He says, I made a mistake. I just want to fix this. And I think that that really sums things up. And being able to say, I made a mistake and ask for help um, is, is just a perfect message. Yeah, and, I, and that's also really comes from some of the, you know, more recent research we've seen where, you know, kids who are victims of sex extortion, they often feel like they can't tell anyone about it. And that makes the situation so much worse mm. because often there are times early on where they, you know, they could report, they could block the person, they could get some adult help, they could report it. And, you know, the ICAC task forces could come, you know, personnel could, could be involved. And often we're not getting that report until far later mm -hmm. uh, where things have really escalated and the kid is in a lot more trouble. And, you know, and then there's cyberbullying that's happening. And I think, you know, for me, even on a personal level, um, I used to do, um, forensic interviews with kids. And, and I would have some cases that had an internet component. And I just, I heard that over and over, you know, they said this started to make me uncomfortable. I didn't want to do this, but I, I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know who I could talk to about this. Mm -hmm. um, and so what we really wanted, we really want the message to kids to be, um, you know, about even if you make a mistake online, you know, even if, if something happens, you don't want to talk about it, you can talk to a trusted adult. And we've made a lot of um, other resources, um, you know, tip sheets and discussion guides to support both kids in talking to trusted adults about, you know, these kinds of things, but also to really shore up parents. Because I know, I, I think we hear that from parents all the time, too, is I don't really need to worry about the stuff till kids are older. And, you know, the reality is, first of all, we see younger victims. Mm -hmm. um, but also, you can't just start these conversations when your child is 14, 15, 16. 
you really need to have a habit from when they're early on of being of having these open lines of communications of talking about things that are uncomfortable because if you try to start that when they're older it's going to be uncomfortable for everyone <laughs> yes. um, you know so so really starting you're not going to talk to your four-year-old the same way you're going to talk to your 14 year old but you're going to have some versions of these conversations you know we hope throughout your child's um you know all the developmental levels right. and, it, and the, the conversations will change but we really we really want to encourage people to start early yeah and and we always say that too because start when it's easier, right? It's yes. easier to talk yes. about not mooning the camera than it is to yes. talk about sextortion as a first topic. Yes. yes, exactly. Yeah. And when kids are younger, you know, it really is, you know, you can have some more, um, you can have some more like really concrete rules. You know, it's just, you never, you know, you, you never talk to, you know, maybe your rule when your kid is younger is you don't talk to people you don't know on the internet. Maybe when they get older, they're going to have some kind of interests or, you know, reasons that they want to be talking to people, um, you know, that, that, that they may blood online or whatever. And that may be something, you know, depending on your child that you, you may want to even foster if they have some interest and there's, you know, value in terms of being a part of an online community that maybe you wouldn't consider for your younger child, right? Um, so by having the conversation when they're easier, the rules are kind of more clear <laughs> um, when they're younger and they're not exploring relationships mm -hmm. and they're not doing some of the things that they're going to be doing when they're older, 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I love this tip sheet that you sent for, I think it goes, like you said, it, it's, it's useful for both kids and parents talking about practicing what you want to say, staying calm. And that's good for both parties, because as you mentioned with Zion's dad getting mad at him as part of making that mistake, that's something that's very natural for us as parents to be mad. We're not, we may be mad at, at the child, but we're more mad at the, the circumstances, right? That somebody manipulated our child or that the internet gave the, the access to do this. And it's more the situation. And, and um, it's important that we all stay calm as we kind of figure out how to deal with it. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and, I, and again, that was very purposeful. We had the dad kind of react in an angry way because I do think that's a lot of how us as parents would, would react. But that's what we hear from youth all the time is that the reason they're not coming forward sooner is they, they're worried they're going to get in trouble. Mm -hmm. And they're worried their parents are going to be mad. And that's a real barrier for them. So talking to both parties and kind of and preparing kids for, you know, people may be mad at first. Take a deep breath. Like, you know, continue yeah. getting the help that you need. And the other thing I'd point out about that tip sheet is called So You Need Help. Um, is we also purposely made it, it doesn't have to be about the internet. You know, if you read it, it, it could be something happens offline, right? Because we also know um, online and offline are not two distinct worlds, particularly not anymore, right? Um, and so we're trying to make resources that really could apply if something, you know, someone's bothering you at school, someone's bullying you at school, someone is pressuring you to do something you don't want to do um, in real life, in school, or someone's pressuring you to do something you don't want to do on the internet. You know, you're going to go through the same steps and you're going to need the same skills to recognize that situation, to get help with it. And so we're really trying to make resources that cover both uh, real world and, you know, online, offline um, mm -hmm. kinds of concerns and situations. Mm. That's so fantastic. And I just want to mention that um, you guys do have a lot of different types of resources on your website. So a lot of these different tip sheets based on situations that our kids might encounter. Um, a lot of different videos out there. So parents and kids can kind of watch those together. Or if you do internet safety presentations, like um, Matt and I and our task force do, there's some really great videos to kind of break the ice on there and talk about some of these specific topics. 
Um, so just some, some really fantastic resources available for people as kind of a one-stop shop. Yeah, thank you. That's, that's definitely how we tried to imagine that website. If you haven't visited NetSmarts recently, we, we totally redid the website a couple of years ago. Um, so you go to missingkids.org slash NetSmarts, and NetSmarts has a Z <laughs> at the end. Um, missingkids.org slash NetSmarts. And you'll actually see a navigation bar at the top. You can look by topic. So if you're interested in online enticement or sexting and sextortion, like what we've been talking about, you can look at our resources by topic. Or like you said, you can you can look by resource type. So if you need a presentation, we have ready to go turnkey presentations for elementary, middle school, high school, parents and community members. And you just literally download it, the notes, the presenter guide, everything is there for you. Um, or if you're looking for tip sheets, you can navigate on the top resources tip sheets. There's a bar for everything into the cloud is in one place. Um, so we really try to make it easy to navigate. And then we also you know, if you ever are looking for something that you can't find or you need to talk with someone before you deliver the presentation, we have a whole outreach team um, and there are buttons you can click just to get right in touch with us immediately. And we can walk you through things. We can send you copies of those tip sheets um, and just any way we can support, um, you know, anyone who wants to talk to kids about Internet safety. That's what we want to do. And on behalf of Matt and I and our entire network, thank you for putting that stuff out there because we certainly make use of those presentations and all of the, the resources as well. So. Absolutely. Well, we're so glad yeah, that you're doing that work for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's quality, high quality content. These are really well thought out, really well delivered. Um, I mean, I call it Hollywood quality uh videos i mean this is just really really good the presentations are excellent um so yeah thank you to to you and everyone there for for helping so many people and getting this information out in just a really really great way oh well thank you thank you so much yeah we're very fortunate Nick, to have you know creative team on site to be able to um you know work really hard to make these good videos for you all to use it and you know we hope really like i said engaging for the kids so that it's not something they are not wanting to pay attention to or bored with. We really want them to be engaged with these lessons because they're really important. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Um, Matt, do you want to share again with folks how they can reach out to us if they've got questions or, or things they want us to look into? Yeah, absolutely. So um, online on the Wisconsin Department of Justice website, we've got uh, some of our resources um, as, as well as um, a way for Folks to connect with Dana through the podcast, comments, etc. Uh, just updated our website. It's now at ICAC, so that's I-C-A-C, dot W-I-D-O-J, Wisconsin Department of Justice, W-I-D-O-J, dot gov, G-O-V. So ICAC, dot W-I-D-O-J, dot gov. We're all getting used to that new one. Thank you. Uh, so I want to just say as well, Susan, again, thank you. Is there um, anything you want to use? or mention as, as kind of closing information and throw that website out there again for NetSmarts for folks? Yeah, let me just throw that website out there again. It's um, missingkids, um, missingkids.org, O-R-G. Then you do backslash NetSmarts, N-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-Z. Um, and on that page, like I said, you can find all of this information. And if there's anything you can't find or anything else that would be helpful to you, um, there's tons of buttons on there to click and reach out to us. I also would encourage people, since we're here, we have a newsletter sign up as well on that page. So if you sign up for a newsletter, you'll get information when we put out those new tip sheets or new videos. Um, and definitely follow us on social media as well. We're at Missing Kids. 
And also at NetSmart, so we have a specific handle just for NetSmart. So that's a good way too to keep in touch with us and know when those new resources are coming out. Perfect. Yeah, there's so many ways that you can get in touch um, and stay aware of, of new information and trends and that kind of stuff. Um, so that's perfect. Thank you again. Thank you so much for all this information, Susan, and for joining us today. We appreciate it to no end. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. And we're excited for Into the Cloud Season 2. We'll be posting that stuff out there. Um, so with that, Matt, anything else for folks today? Stay safe.